Pittsburgh Pile Driver Podcast is. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Breaking kayfabe. Yes, I didn't have my microphone unmuted, so like I was talking, like it, I was talking to, the, you know, not I wasn't talking in the recording. Just all right, now. well, <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all oh, big fuckery Brett, right now. A, well, th- this is great night. because we can we can do an intro and then just pick up talking about where we left off. That's fine. Oh, all right. You know what? If we were a gift right now, all four of us would just be going. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would it would be you three and then my computer. <laughs> going, whose, whose computer would be Cleveland in the bathtub and going no 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 no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in case you folks out there aren't realizing we're doing an episode of Breaking Kayfabe right now we had a lot of technical issues we were talking about a lot of fun things like us getting fit and healthy and everything video games that are eating our lives and things like that maybe even a little bit of wrestling in there but to no avail because my computer just decided to just go you know what this bed looks real good I'm gonna shit on it so, it's, it's just <laughs> so you break none of it. No, so breaking it's all gone. Became breaking computers. Oh, we're, uh, we're, literally was... breaking, we're literally breaking the fourth wall. We're breaking interdimensional walls. We're breaking <laughs> fucking space walls. It makes me. It makes me pissed off. You know why? Because it. It's. It's like I take care of this thing, man. Because I'm like, look, rebuilding. You can build a decent gaming and recording computer. For objectively, in the grand scheme of things, not a crazy amount of money. However, it like I I dust this thing out every two months. Like I take it out and I use like uh, uh, an actual like uh, air compressor with a nozzle on it to like clean out the dust and shit. I make sure it's cool. I make sure it's like everything is taken care of. And it just in the, it just decided it was like you know what. You're having a bad 2020. Let's ruin this episode of Breaking Kayfabe. Oh, everybody is. Ah, uh, everybody fucking 2020. But everybody, everybody, worst year on the cosmos. Oh my god, 2020 has Palmsar. And oh it's 2020 is so fucking Palmsar. Yeah. <laughs> And it's funny, too, because, you know, we were talking earlier about Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> the fucking, oh, man, Homestar. Dude, that's the thing. Okay, all of us are old. Let's go through. I'm 35. Tom, how old are you? I'm 35. I'll be 36 in the fall. Happy birthday, cowboy. How old are you, you, Ransom? Ageless, 36. timeless? 36. Beef, what about you? 40. I'm going to be 38 in December. All right, there you go. So Beef's the old man of the group. However. Naturally. We all, like, I I actually was talking to someone about this the other day. When I moved into my dorm at Lock Haven, um, the aptly named High Hall, um, when I moved in there, you moved in, and we actually had, like, wired telephones in the rooms. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we had that. Well, we we had that, too. Yeah. And then the other thing is, too, like, I've always been like a step behind technology. 
Like it was like, oh, uh, what's your number? I'll call you. Oh, here's my home number. Oh, you don't have a cell phone? Why? Well, then I get a cell phone when I went to college. And people are like, oh, I'll text you. You know, you come to the party, I'll text you. Oh, I don't have texting. You don't have texting? Why? I get texting. Hey, look something up on your phone for me. I don't have internet on my phone. You don't have internet on your phone? Why? <laughs> so I get a smartphone when, you know, after, you know, things, whenever, like, early versions of the smartphone. I get the smartphone, and then people are like, oh, I'll just contact you telepathically. Well, I, I'm not a telepath. You're not a telepath? Why? Like, it's just, it's, you know, I've always been a step just behind. behind but... the times. Look, when Skynet takes over, you'll be the last affected. Mm. Yeah. So Fair. good on you. Oh, sweet. I'm the last hope. That's a shame. Uh, oh, God. But, uh, well, this is what it really is, Dan. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> oh, but, geez, but... oh, geez. Oh, listen, Beef, you gotta. You gotta calm down, okay? Don't be so knee don't be so knee jerky. Beef. Oh, this oh, is the geez. impression episode. Damn it, um, we're we're trapped inside a Pringles commercial, beef. <laughs> but like, um, no, it was. It's just, it's just one of those things. I'm like, technology. Damn it, I'm having. I was having a bad day to begin with, and uh, uh, it, that 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 my computer's just trying to get in my way. You ain't getting in my way, bitch. You're gonna keep working. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> at you. With all your nerd stickers all over it, that's right. I'm one of those people. Um, yep. But uh, but anyway, so we were before this all broke. We were talking about video games that are kind of eating our lives. I said Far Cry Five. Uh, right. Tom, you said because you stream, Mister Casual Gaming Dad himself over on Facebook, Casual Gaming Dad and Casual Gaming Dad's Corner, Casual Gaming Dad eighty five, eighty four, eighty five, eighty four, eighty four on on uh, on uh, YouTube. <laughs> And uh, on f on the everything's anyway. So like you go over there and you um, sponsor. best sponsor ever. The um, Thank uh, you. but you said because you streamed uh, Last of Us multi-family garage deals, wrestle deals. Oh. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite episodes we ever did. I love but, it. Pretty fucking I great. Fucking love it. Multi-family sale. The um, uh, <laughs> no, you um. Uh, you said you you played The Last of Us Two and Paper Mario. Those are the ones that are kind of eating your life right now. Yeah, yeah. Last of Us Two. I just finished up last week. Uh, paper, new, the new Paper Mario game I'm starting. Uh, I just started Monday, um, and I never really. I was saying I never really played any of the other Paper Mario games, so I don't really have anything to compare it to. A few people have been asking me on stream like how I thought of it compared to the other ones. I'm like, well. I'm looking at this with like fresh eyes, so I was like, "It seems cool. the The color scheme is really cool, and like, I mean, like, you know, for what it's supposed to be, like, it's not, you know, graphically, like, it's not supposed to look like The Last of Us Two or like, you know, fucking Gears of War or something like that. You know, it's it's its own style, and I will say the graphics are really, really crisp, and uh, the color scheme is spot on with it. Um, it's fun. the The battle system's cool. It's uh, it's pretty cool so far. That's awesome. I well, and that's the thing you're you're going into it with that. Yeah. I think the reason that, and I haven't again. I'm trying to avoid spoilers because I bought it. I just haven't had time to play it because Far Cry Five and taking down Dollar Store David Koresh is taking over my life. But um, it uh, the reason is is because I fell in. Most people who fell in love with those games fell in love with them because of Super Mario RPG. Now, I didn't have yeah, a Super... Yeah, man. 
Now, I didn't have a Super Nintendo, so I never played it. The first one I played... Why didn't you have a Super Nintendo, man? Because, I was, a, yeah, because I was a Genesis kid. Get off my dick, okay? Uh, the, um, uh, that explains so much. Yep. Well, you know what? So I had wow. Toe Jam. Why I, you are look, the way you are. I had Toe Jam. <laughs> I had Toe Jam and Earl, so all of you can suck it. The um, oh, um and we Super Baseball 2020. Look it up. Anyway, no. the uh, so much better than Link to the Past. You're right. My bad. Yeah. Uh, and listen, Super Toe Jam and Earl is Mario fucking World. Oh, Toe Jam and Earl is fucking timeless. And I'm working and on Super playing Super Mario Kart. Think of all the things that they're you know just. The original, you know what? You know what? Everyone, everyone, Jam and Earl, motherfuckers. You know what? Everyone. Everyone can, fight me, Everyone can fight me on this. Everyone can fight me on this. Everyone can fight me on this. The original Mario Kart, not as great as you think. Anyway, the... Um, the well, you're nope, absolutely nope. wrong. I'm, well, no. it's not a matter nope. of opinion. It's a matter of you're just wrong. Sorry. Well, I'm, I'm with you. Nope, Poot, I'm with you. Mario Kart on the Super NES, I was not as big of a fan Thank of. Mario you. Kart 64 was when it got good. That's the money right there. Anyway. Yeah, um, well, I'm not going to... Yes, Super... Yes, Mario... Oh, Mario Kart 64, yes, was better than regular Mario Kart. But regular Mario Kart was better than any other racing game that ever happened on any sort of Sega product. Well, like, oh, nope. gee, that's man. like saying, that's nope. like saying, hey, you know what? New York strip steak isn't as good as filet mignon, but you know, yeah, New York Two strip words. is uh, you know a little bit better than uh, uh, cube steak. Yeah, Two dude. words. Hold on, I got I got a good one for you. It's a good racing game on Sega, Road Rash. Road Rash, bitch. Never heard of it. Nope. Look it up. Fake news. Get a clue. Um, anyway, my point was, <laughs> the first one I played was on the 64. It was Paper Mario. The original okay. Paper Mario. And right. I remember renting that game and playing it and beating it in a weekend. And then the next weekend, renting it again nice. to play it again. And Thousand Year Door, I loved it just as much. I didn't play the other ones, but mm -hmm. then this will be the first Paper Mario I've played since Thousand Year Door. And from what I gather, and I watched five minutes of my buddy Steve playing it, the battle system is a puzzle. And I'm like, no, I wanted turn-based fighting. I wanted a JRPG feel. Like, that's what I wanted. But oh, I'm problems. not... I'm not going to go into it with, ah, oh, son of a bitch. I'm going to go into it and go, all right, prove me wrong. You know what I mean? I'm going to go, I'm going to go in and go, okay, make me understand why this is a viable battle um, system. And I'm willing to Show give it a chance. But it, but it, I'm, Show I'm, me what you got. But like, that's the thing, Tom, is like, you're coming into this as your first Paper Mario. So you're kind of going, all right. This is great. I like it. It's neat. It's cool. The artwork's neat. Uh, whatever. But, like, yeah. for me, I'm going, it's not Paper Mario or Paper Marzio, Mario Thousand Marzio. Years. Marzio. 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 Paper Marzio. Marzipan. Yeah. The, um... Uh, Maurice? <laughs> I would. It's uh, not Thousand Year Door, but it's it shouldn't be because right. it, it should be an evolution. So we'll see how it goes. But should um be your mother Trebek. Oh yes. Um I'll take the rapist for eight hundred. That's I'll therapist. Take, I'll take anal bun cover. <laughs> That's an album cover. Uh yeah, I'll take uh, uh, I'll take ape tip for eight hundred. That's a petite, the penis mightier. The penis mightier. <laughs> the penis that's, mightier. That's the pen is mightier. 
Uh, Douse it up all you want, Trebek. The question is, will it really mighty my penis, man? Because if it works, I'll take a dozen. <laughs> uh, what a great skit. Oh my god, all of them. So, um, this blew my mind today. Alright. Um, Brittany has been reading all the Ranker stuff, uh, passing her time not being on Facebook as much, which is good for her, I'm, I'm glad, but uh, she still gets all the BuzzFeed shit and all that, so that's cool. So apparently, uh, uh, Chris Farley was supposed to be the original Shrek, and had 85% of the dialogue recorded before he passed oh, away. Yeah. Really? I huh. did not welcome know to, that. Welcome to 2007, Beef. That, this, Why this, 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 has that not been released yet? It, it's Release Farley, that dialogue. It's, it's, it's Chris Farley and Eddie Murphy. Like I'm like, oh, this is great. Uh, yeah, how how has Disney not released? Well, wait, Disney, Disney that doesn't own Shrek, do they? Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's DreamWorks. DreamWorks. That's DreamWorks. Yeah, yeah, DreamWorks. Goddamn Michael Eisner. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I was about to say, this is a thing. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Michael Eisner. Are you from DreamWorks? <laughs> huh? You don't oh. fucking talk to me <laughs> uh -huh. that way, <laughs> you little shit. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, no, Mr. this is Mouse. the worst. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. You've never seen that South Park episode? Oh my god, it's so good. There are so many I haven't, no. Oh, hey girl, dude. you want the Jonas Brothers hot white foam in your face? <laughs> oh my and god. And then it gets silent. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, where are right, Thanks for listening. Rings. We'll see you on our next episode on Thursday. Good night. <laughs> hot white foam in your face. Dicks out. Electric 3, Dick Boogaloo. Fucking balls out. Anywho, but actually, you know, it's it's kind of fun, it's kind of funny the South Park reference came up because I had okay. So quick thing, this ties in Mario Kart as well. Believe it or not, um, I was doing Mario Kart the other night, and I had somebody come over on YouTube who I never seen before on my channel. Not not any sort of screen name that I recognize. They literally come in, and the first thing they say is, do you know who I am? And I'm like, no. I'm like, <laughs> do you want to play a game? I'm like, I'm like um, no. Do you want to play you a know, game? fucking whatever your screen name is. I, I don't know who you are. Welcome to the stream. And then he's like, I have the world record. Uh, I have the world record on, you know, the, the, the 64 version, like, Rainbow Road on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, like, 150cc, whatever. I was like, okay. Cool. Congratulations. Uh, if if you want to join in on the races with us, my friend code is in the you know the video description. Whatever. Just kind of directing it back. I'm like, what is this like fucking shameless self promotion? So then he's like, he's like, have you seen the video? I'm like, I see. Like he yeah types that. I'm like, no, I haven't seen the fucking video. I told you I never heard of you. Like who the hell are you? You know. So the guy gets in on the races and then Mania's Gaming Fest joins me on the Discord. And and I and I'm sitting there for a little bit. And I'm like, why does his me character look so familiar? It looked like fucking Nathan from uh, from South Park. So every time I said it to Mania, I was like, I was like, every time he wins or something, I'm just gonna be like, damn it, Mimsy. And then like that in turn led to like her butters impression, which is awesome. And then me doing like Jimmy from the steroid episode. He's like, yeah, p p p push it, yeah. You talk to me that way, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this. So this guy showed up to flex. Yeah, I mean now I he was good. No, no, he was good. Suckman. Of course he was. He has a world record in a game. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. Fucking, you know. So, 
So did he join you in the races? Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. He absolutely How did he do? Oh, he was absolutely destroying, you know, like just. Okay. Yeah, absolutely cream. Like, like I was, I was fighting for third and fourth place because of him and like an, another person or two that were in there. So I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. Like, I had Mania with me. We're ripping on it. We're cracking South Park jokes. It was a good time. Like, I, I was fine, you know. So, but, but I just had to laugh at the fact that he was like, it comes in. I was like, I was like, I was like, no offense to you. I was like, I'm not, I'm not calling you mentally challenged or anything. But your fucking, uh, your fucking me looks like Nathan from South Park. I was like, we you know need to in here. Yeah, <laughs> do you know who that's, I that's, am? That's the fucking stupidest thing in the world. Like, do you know who I am? But no, the fucking dumbest thing in the world. Although well, I, I love have... how it was. I love how it was. Do you know who I am? No. Oh, okay. Have you seen my video where I set the record? No, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're referencing. Did, did he recently set it? So no, I haven't it? seen your video. Did he recently set it? I, I have no idea. Well, that that's the thing. If 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 it was a recent setting, maybe he just doesn't have the 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 social skills to be like, oh, okay, these world records get made and broken all the time, and yeah. maybe I should just be now, amicable. Now the crazy the crazy thing was is that somebody else that you one of the other guys that usually comes in my stream who is also really really good then he chimes into the chat he's like oh I know who you are and I'm like what the fuck balls is this like so then there was like some the, sort of unholy alliance between the, the two of them fucking mutiny like, yeah, oh was, dickheads yeah yeah I was like dickheads yeah I was like wow I was like here goes this fucking night whatever but. It turned out. It turned out fun in the end, just because I was able to be. Uh, just because I was able to take the negative and turn it into a positive. I'm like, damn it, name Zay. Okay, <laughs> listen. Zay. What I've I got, do, boss? I've got a, a question that's non-video right. game related. All right. Okay. How dare you? It's not a million dollars, but but it's something different. It's a it's a would you rather. And uh, it's uh, well documented. I'm a big X Men nerd, so I want to get your guys' take on this. Would you rather have the powers of Magneto, but you would have had to have lived as a Jew through the Holocaust, just like Magneto, or would you rather have the powers of Charles Xavier, but lose the ability of your legs? So basically your question is, do you want to be Magneto or do you want to be Charles Xavier? No, kind of, but like you don't live in that universe. It's just like you don't, you know, uh, you're I, not I, living their storylines. You're living their history. I think I, I think I'd rather pick Xavier. I don't think I would ever. I mean, like, I, I don't think I'd ever want to try to live through anything remotely close to the Holocaust. Like, I. No, it, look, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'm right there with you, Tom. I will choose yeah. uh, Charles Xavier as well, um, because the, the, the people who went through, let alone went through, but survived uh, during the Holocaust, are a special type of strong, and a special type of uh, 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 have a special grade of grit that people don't possess like that i like i i don't know if i personally have the capability to endure what they endured so i would go with charles xavier 
Uh, I think I'm going to make it the hat trick. Uh, as much as I value the use of my legs, uh, I think that it would be a lot easier to deal with not having the use of your legs. Especially if you have the fucking mind powers, you can just kind of cart yourself around like he does anyway. Um, you know, than like living through one of the worst fucking things in history. Like, short of being covered in volcanic ash by like Mount Vesuvius, I don't know that there's much that would even be on that same level. So yeah, no. Interesting. What about what you? About, yeah, I was gonna say, what about you, Ransom? Uh, I'm gonna be the dissenter, and I'm gonna say, I would take the powers of Magneto and live live through the Holocaust like Magneto. And I say that because I feel like that would give. I feel like that would give me the ability not power wise but mentally i feel like that would give me the ability to say to myself no matter what life throws at me i've lived through the worst and i came through the other side of it stronger and no matter what life pushes in my direction i'm going to be able to handle it i can handle it sure that part of my life was going to be terrible and awful and, you know, the most horrific thing that I could ever experience. But coming out the other side of that, I'm going to have so much more to live for. I'm going to have so much more determination. And I'm going to have such a, such a brighter outlook on life and be able to say to myself, you know what? Not only did I live through this, not only am I mentally able to handle what's coming at me, but if I had those type of abilities, I can affect things for a greater good. I could really make some sort of positive change. That's, so that's the route that, it, it I, would, that I would choose. It, it, it definitely balances the great power aspect of it because, like, it gives you introspective of what, like, truly evil, powerful men can do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it definitely kind of... Uh, well, yeah. and I mean, you know, it can it can it can branch one of two ways, you know. You you, you either can, end up like yes. that or you or, or, or you end up a bitter old man like Magneto who's like, Fuck this, I'm gonna do it yeah. my way. You see the, the horrors of everything that happened in the past and you become that Yeah. You know, you become that hated. evil, you know, not not to you know, to do that again, but kinda like what he did. You I, know? I'll put it, I'll put an asterisk on it. If if I if I if if we were talking like uh you know if if I was uh if I was young if I was young Tom again or whatever and I didn't like if I didn't have to live through it now and like have like my kids and stuff like that I I if I was just if it was just me and I didn't have to worry about anybody else uh family or friend wise uh then I maybe would would pick that and the only reason I say maybe is because I'm thinking even if you survive it the PTSD afterwards I don't even I don't even want to imagine so but well, especially going through it as a child because I'm in, yeah. in this in this scenario you go through that time as a child like he did yeah yeah so, so I, I mean that's I, even I don't know that I could I I, I think I, I think overall I'd have to stick with uh if it if it meant that if I lived through it and everything like that and I wasn't gonna have kids or anything like that and it, 
debatable whether or not I had a significant other, but if I knew I was going to like just kind of live a lonely life or something like that, then maybe. But I don't know. Yo, um, you know what? Never mind. No, I I, I take that back. I got I got to stick with I got to stick with Charles. Yeah, I I um, yeah. Okay, so we're all we all enjoy a good beverage here now and again, correct? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I I have this uh, hashtag unsponsored, but it could be sponsored. Hit me up, Taver. Um, I'm part of this. um, uh, I I have this app called Taver where you can order beers, basically. It's like flash sales, and, and they send you cra- oh. they send you crates, and it's oh. stuff you can't get around here. Or stuff that doesn't have distribution. They're basically like giving them a platform to be distributed, you know, across the country. And um, I don't know how much you guys know about this stuff, but have you ever had? You've had an IPA before, correct? Yes. You guys. I couldn't tell you. Probably. I don't, I don't yeah. pale, uh, something like Sierra Nevada, Tom. Never had Sierra Nevada. Okay. Well, we're going to one day we're going to probably if unless their only time drinking beer has been Miller Lite. I imagine most people have probably had an IPA even yeah, if they didn't realize it. Well, no, people out right. there, but I was asking you, you know, you guys. Adam, I know you have. Beef, I know you have, but Tom, I wasn't sure. But um so one of the it recommends a lot of IPAs to me because I'm an IPA guy. I like them. Well, there's one. I grabbed two beers for the show, and uh, one of them oh. is called This Is Just a Test. It's an IPA. It's 6.5 alcohol. The second one I opened is called Pentultimate Unicorn, and uh, it's by Proclamation. And uh, the reason I'm getting there for this, Belch. Um, first of all, there's a Triforce on the on the uh, the uh, label, which is kind of cool. That makes me happy. But I didn't realize it's what's called a triple IPA. Oh. Okay. It, it, it's basically, basically you have an India, you have an IPA, you have a double IPA and a triple IPA. Okay. Basically what happens is the booze increases. Oh, Normally with a triple IPA, you can tell because it's super boozy and you're like, whoa, I got to take my time with this. Well, Penultimate Unicorn is very, very drinkable. Uh, Had no idea it's a triple. Didn't look if it was a triple or a double. 10% alcohol by volume. Finished the whole thing. Oh. So it's one of those things where I just went. I looked at the can because I was like, oh, this is a really cool label. And I looked at it and I went, 10% alcohol by volume, huh? Nifty. Oh. We'll see how that goes. Better start pounding water tonight. <laughs> yeah, think, well, uh, no, it, it it's only, uh, dude, it's literally one of two beers I've had today. I'll be fine. But it was okay. just think, it was just one of those things that was surprising because I, I like to consider myself a little uh, bit of a beer connoisseur. And every time I've had a triple, it's always been a chore to drink it, but it's been enjoyable. This is the first Look, triple I've had that went down like nothing. Speaking of a chore but enjoyable, it always takes me back to when we went to the beach. Oh what was yeah. That, uh, what was that like? Blood. Blood lime. Was that the oh, was it the blood yeah. lime salt? Was that dogfish head? Dog oh, the dogfish head? head. Are you talking about dogfish head uh, sequench? Yeah, no. sequench yes. ale. Yeah. Really. Oh, yeah. so good. I you will. loved I mean, it. So, see, 
Sequence was okay. Uh, uh, Ransom was over the moon with it. And, and I know a lot of my other buddies absolutely love the sequence. I thought it was okay. Uh, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't, you know. Now, look, I, I was over the moon for it at the time. After that, like when we came home, I bought a case of it. And I found that I can drink probably three of those max a day. Because there's so much salt in that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I get so dehydrated. And that, that, that headache kicks in real fast. If, you... I don't, if I don't have a water, like a serious glass of water, in between each of those beers, it ruins me for the day. Mm. It dehydrates me so bad, and I get such a headache because I'm so dehydrated. Not you... only because of the beer, but all the salt in it. Well, you, oh. you more than anybody I've ever met, um, oh get like, you'll, we'll be having Healthy. some bevs, <laughs> drinking, having a good time. And then literally it's like for, for the rest of us, it's like, as the night goes on, you tire out, you wind down. And then the next day you get the hangover. Ransom is the first person I've ever met that like, we'll be going, having a good time, having bevs. And then it's like a a switch yep. flips party's over and then party's over he has a hangover it's not even like he goes from drunk to i'm tired i'm going to bed it's oh, drunk no. to uh-huh. hangover yep and yep. and it's, it's the headache like the headache the headache comes in and and yep. that and i think i think what that is um cuz i like i i've started to do this thing where um like if i'm going to be drinking some beers not just like one with dinner, but like if I'm going to be drinking some beers, I have to pepper in water yeah, in like my day. Every, do like an every other, uh, yes. even whenever you're drinking, like every other drink, do water. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I have to do that because it's, I, I truly believe it's not the alcohol that's doing it. I believe it's the dehydration that's doing it. Yeah. Because when yeah, I, yeah, when I sit yeah. down and I drink, the, when I drink the beers, I usually don't drink the beers. The beers. I usually don't have, like, it's usually just beers. And then if, you know, the night progresses into, you know, more and more debauchery, it's mixed drinks. You know, so either some kind of liquor and juice or some kind of liquor and pop. There's not a whole, there's no hydration in my diet. And I think that's what's doing it to me is the fact that there's, I, I, get, I get so dehydrated that the headache kicks in. And I think the headache is what triggers the rest of it, the sobering up. Yep. I don't. I don't think it's the sobering up which leads to the headache. I think the dehydration leads to the headache, which leads to the sobering up. Because now I have a headache, and I'm annoyed because I have a headache. The fun is over, because no matter how many more beers or drinks I drink, the headache is still going to be there, and it's going to ruin my fun. So I think if I, I think if I pepper in waters, throughout the day of me drinking those beers, I think I'm good. Because we've gone over several times this summer to Tara's dad's house to his pool and we'll take I don't know we'll take like 12 to 14 uh, summer shandies over and you know her and I will split them but I also take like three or four bottles of water and I'll have a couple beers and then I'll throw back an entire bottle of water I have a couple more beers and throw back you know some water and I won't eat it all during that time because I'm in the pool the whole time out in the sun but I don't get I don't get that headache at all. If and I think it's the water that's doing it. If I don't 
like if I'm if I'm doing a thing where I my tavern crate comes in and I have like high test beers, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, sometimes bigger beers, um, sometimes even sitting around twelve to fifteen percent. I will have water in between. That's a fucking heady beer. Yo, I, dude, I'm so pissed. There was one that I picked up this time. It was a 10 year anniversary beer for the brewery Anchorage. It was called. It was just called 10 year, and it was a bomber, like a bottle, a bigger bottle. And I bought it um, because uh, I don't know if you know this. There are two things that Sad Chuck oh. likes to buy: Happy Chuck. Sad Chuck likes to buy Happy Chuck beer and guitars. So for future Happy Chuck to enjoy. The the problem is Sad Chuck likes really high ABV or alcohol by volume beers and guitars that Happy Chuck generally wouldn't play. So Happy Chuck is going, thanks, I guess. Um, <laughs> but like uh, the the thing is that beer I was so excited for because it's a barley wine. And I was all excited to share it. It was going to be great. And they forgot to pack it in my order. And it was limited uh, to, I think, 500 bottles. Uh, I was so upset. But Taver was great. They refunded my money immediately. They were like, here, here's oh, your money nice. back. Yeah, they were great. Like, that's why I like Taver. But anyway, if I'm doing high test beers like that, I'll have one or two. Then I'll have like 32 ounces of water. And then I'll have another one. Or like another two, and then I'll have thirty-two ounces of water. I just, so, I just pictured DJ Kelly. Another one. Another, another one. Another one. Another one. I, I, I gotta say, pretty proud moment. Uh, I, not as much with the exercising. I, I, you guys are killing it right now. Uh, Ransom and Poot. Oh, thanks, man. Um, especially Beef. I, I, I don't know if you're uh, how much you're doing. No, I, I ain't I'm, doing shit. No. Okay. These, okay. Don't. All right, don't. All right. <laughs> don't even compare me to these two. Okay, these, no, 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 these, no, no. These two are killing it. No, no, no. I was just gonna say I didn't know if you were doing anything and and it just not posting it in the in the, in the in the group thing or whatever. But I will say I as I haven't been exercising quite as much as I want, but I have significantly significantly cut down pop out of my diet. Like I have That's maybe awesome. I have maybe one or two a week, whereas I was having like one or two a day before. So. Well, I've done the same thing with uh, Red Bull. Oh God, yeah, I gotta, gotta get that shit out of the. Uh, oh my goodness, I I have not had one Red Bull since May May fifth is when I started this, nice. uh, you know, exercise thing and and trying to, you know, really, really get better. And right. uh, yeah, I haven't had I haven't had a Red Bull since then, and honestly, I don't miss it. Um. I, I can't imagine the amount of sugar and calories and bullshit that I cut out of my body not yeah. drinking yeah. that crap. Hey, uh, That's speaking, why I, lost. Speak, uh, I was gonna say, speaking yeah. of uh, cutting out, I actually gotta head out and uh, get ready for this uh, Halo masterpiece here. So, yo, yeah, I, buddy. I, will, I will catch up with you fine fellows here uh, very soon again. Um, I'll see. I might be able to switch a, switch my nights around and see if. Um, see if my kids' mom can keep them Saturday, so that way I could meander on up that way later on in the night. So we'll yeah, see, dude, yeah, buddy. If you can, yeah, let man, us let know. Go. And and uh, always fun having you around, Tom. We love you. All right, man. Love later, you, LT Gray. All right, see later. Ya. All right, but yeah, no, I um I dropped when when I went like full on like like fucking like oh my god I'm diabetic I can never eat anything ever again 
and I eliminated like pop like right away. Um, I dropped like forty pounds in like four months. Um, that is, it's then, just sugary yeah. bullshit. Yep. And I never, like, I never understood how terrible that know. stuff was until oh, yeah. I cut it and out. And I'm, and I'm not gonna get super preachy with it because I enjoy my zero bevs, and even though they are better for you, they don't have the fucking sugar and shit. You know, they're still not the greatest. But there are nice. There's things still some sort want. of chemical in there, you know. There is, there is, but there, but you know, obviously caffeine. But you know, it's 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 nice to have when you want to drink something. So like that's my thing, and that's fine. Like it's not sugar, so that's what I'm you know focusing on right now. Um, but yeah, man, like you know when you when when you cut out the full flavor of sodas, like you there there is a definitive difference of how you feel, how you look. Everything, man. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I got, I got to thinking. Um, I, I've been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts um, as I've been doing like my uh, lifting and uh, and cycling when I go down to the fire hall and do that stuff. And uh, you know, he's he gets a lot of, you know, health people on there and things like that. And you know, he brought up a good point that I never really stopped and thought about until now. Um, you know, having, trying to get it into, you know, better shape and taking better care of my body, you know, physically and also the stuff that I put into it. Think of all the stuff that is legal that you're allowed to put into your body that is everywhere all the time. All this sugar, caffeine, all this crap. It's all legal. It's promoted everywhere, all over TV. Restaurants everywhere. And then think of some of the stuff that is illegal that you can't put into your body that doesn't necessarily have those negative attributes that caffeine and sugar and alcohol have. Yeah, like cocaine like, and bombs. No. <laughs> like like, uh, like marijuana. Now, I'm not going to get on a marijuana high horse here. I don't smoke marijuana. <laughs> Oh, I see what it, I can't. <laughs> you see what you did there? Inadvertent, but very good. Very good. Um, I don't smoke the marijuanas, and it's not a moral thing. It's because I am a proponent and consumer of firearms. And federally, marijuana is illegal. And federal government doesn't recognize the legality of marijuana even if a state does. So technically, if I use marijuana, technically, I need to be disclosing that on a federal firearm form whenever I purchase a gun. And if you partake in marijuana, the federal government says you can't buy a gun. Even if your state says, hey, it's either recreationally legal here or medicinally legal here, the federal government doesn't give a shit. So, well, this isn't a preachy thing of marijuana because I partake in it. To I don't. be fair, hold on. Like that's the same thing you can do whenever you sign something, like sign a contract, and you're like, "Yes, I agree to all the terms." Like, yeah, you should fill those out. You know, in theory, you know, 100% truthful. But if you smoke a little bit of the chibi cheeb, and you know, you go to buy a gun, you're like, "Oh, should I report?" Yeah, I don't know, man. The I, I hear where you're cheap, coming from. That's a, I, it sounds like a narc thing to say there, Beef. 
Oh dear. Howdy, 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 howdy. What are I you talking about with the chibi cheeb? Good lord. Did they I just replace you coming from. No. Yes, maybe. But I don't want to risk that because if there is uh, one thing that I falsify on that form, I'm done. Right. Like done. Like can't buy a firearm. I don't know what happens to the firearms that I already have. Pretty sure something bad. So I don't want to risk that. Right. But understand. the thing that I'm the things that the that my point here is is that there have been proven medical reasons to smoke marijuana or to partake in cannabis oils. There are proven health benefits to that. Yet that is illegal. But cigarettes and I'm not I'm not I'm not getting down on anybody that drinks pop or smokes cigarettes or consumes uh, you know a ridiculous amount of alcohol. You do you and that's 110% fine with me. But there's no benefits to cigarettes. All this sugar that America's pumping into their bodies is causing obesity, diabetes, heart disease, all sorts of negative things that nobody really thinks about. You know what I mean? Like people crack open four or five Pepsis a day. Don't think word one yep. about it. Dump, Never crosses your dump mind. Fucking, dump fucking half a bale of fucking sugar into your uh, coffee and yep. then top it off with some cream. Yeah, yep. man. That's don't it. think and, don't and think a thing about it and how nope. negatively that can affect you. Starbucks. Yet all that Starbucks. Yes. yes. All that all that all that all that fucking like chill mocha loca fucking mm -hmm. latte bullshit. All like, that all. sugary, yep. fatty nonsense just clogging up your body. And that's all perfectly fine and advertised everywhere. How many times do you see commercials for Coke and Pepsi? How many times do you see those products in movies? They're at every restaurant, mm -hmm. sporting events. It's everywhere. You know, but that's all completely legal. And again, I'm not getting down on anybody who partakes in it. You do you. That's perfectly fine with me. The beef that I have with it is that uh -huh. there, are, there are things that have benefits to them that are illegal. And there are things that have zero benefits to them that are perfectly legal. Yep. And I just don't. That doesn't, the equation doesn't rectify itself in my mind. I can, I, I can break it down for you 100% why weed is not, why, why weed is not legal, man. It's because the, um, the, uh, the federal government cannot regulate it because it's so easy to just like pick up a fucking flower pot and grow. Like it literally takes zero effort. Uh, lots of people have it in their fucking backyard without even knowing about it. So, like, yeah. the, the federal government... But here's the thing. Like, fucking John Q. Pot Smoker is not going to grow their own weed and roll their own weed. No, man. If, if if the government federally regulated it and had their own brand, even though knowing that people could grow and, and, and you know, no. It's the same as fucking rolling your own cigarettes. You know, I, I didn't have time for that. I, I, I'd go to the fucking store and get a joint. That's what I would do, you know? Yeah. So, it, it, it's stupid. Yeah, uh, part so, of me, and you know, this is the Alex Jones coming out, but part of me also believes that it has to do with the pharmaceutical industry. Like, think of think of all of the things that people are prescribed prescription drugs for that marijuana or cannabis oil could help with very easily. I think the pharmaceutical industry would lose a lot of money. Pain well, medication. Okay, 
I mean, you think like marijuana or cannabis oil can be used for pain management, for somebody who has chronic pain for something. Well, what's going to be better for the pharmaceutical industry if they continue to buy opioids off of them or if they're allowed to grow their own marijuana, pluck it and smoke it to manage their pain? All right. So I um, I'm actually allergic to opioids, which is uh, kind of a benefit. Yes. Um, but in turn, whenever I had my broken legs, uh, until they developed things like Dolabid um, that are non-narcotic, you know, non-opioid painkillers, I, I had a, you know, my fractured femurs. They basically handed me Advil and went, sorry, like that's pretty much what they could do. Um, yeah. But I will say this going forward, and, and this is a little bit of a, a, you know, kind of reveal. I thought 2020 was a bad or 2019 was a bad year. The, 2019 was a time I and you said about treating things with with alternate medicines. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I went to the, the doctor because I uh, and this is this is kind of real talk. I'm not going to dwell on it or explain it, but I definitely got to the point where I was um, I had a plan to I had a plan. Whoa. I had I had a plan. Jeez. Um, and when I realized I had an actual plan, I went, all right, time to get help. So I went to my doctor Yeah. and I told him, and th th I didn't see my regular doctor. I saw his associate, but it was, you know, it was my, my regular doctor and his associates. It was all one. So I was like, okay, well, I'll talk to this guy. Two minutes of talking to him. I had never seen this guy before. He didn't know me. Two minutes in, he said, okay, we're going to put you on Xanax. And I went. What, oh. uh, what? Okay. Literally two minutes of listening to me. Um, and then he went off the rails on some stuff. And so he gave me the prescription and I filled it, but I never took one of the pills because I went, all right, what was I doing when I was happy? And I said, I was drinking more water. I was getting more sleep and I was working out and I went, all right. And my diet was better. And I went, okay, well, let's start small. Let's drink more water. And it's it took literally a whole year of me trying to work up the ability to get to where I am now, which is actually making genuine progress. However, over some things that we won't talk about because Ransom got really uh, depressed over uh, PTB's love life, which, boy howdy, there was a zinger in the past couple weeks that uh, put... The past couple months in perspective, which I'm not going to go into because I don't want Ransom getting all depressed. But um, oh. we could we could talk about that on Saturday. But um, what what I decided to try one day because I was a ball of anxiety over all this stuff. I was dude. It was I couldn't shut my brain off. I was anxious and angry and doing the thing where I had you know. What would I say if I was in this argument? You know, those kind of things. And I was dwelling on that. Mm -hmm. I was such a ball of anxiety. And I was heading over to a music store in a town uh, over from us. And on my way, I stopped to get more juice for my, my vape. And there, they have, they carry CBD products. Um, and if you don't know about CBD stuff... It's there's broad spectrum and full spectrum. Broad spectrum is the one that has zero THC in it. None. It has no THC. 
Like, so you don't have to worry about the high or or testing hot or anything. It's it's literally nothing. It's just the cannabinoids. Full spectrum is the one that has THC in it, but it's trace amounts. It's not like a crazy amount of it. So anyway, they have this stuff called Canafiz, and it's a soda, oh. and it's made by, and I don't drink soda anymore, but I figured it was a better way to in, to to ingest. So I go in there, and and the guy, the owner was telling me about who I'm, who I know. Um, he he told me he was like, dude, this this cannabis stuff, it's broad spectrum, so there's no THC. It's thirty milligrams, and it's in a soda, so it tastes good. Blah 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? Throw it on there. We'll give it a try. So I grabbed one, and I'm still a ball of stress. I'm a ball of anxiety. I'm think dwelling on things that I can't change. And so I, I cracked the soda and I drank it on my way over to the, the music store I was going to to pick up some strings. Finished it on my way over and I went in the store, got my strings, got back in the car, left and immediately came back to Clearfield. And I'm thinking about the stuff, but I'm not stressed. I was relaxed. Oh, I was and I, you know, I was thinking about it, but I went, eh. I went, well, I can't change it. Oh, well. And I realized I was like, whoa, there's something to this. Yep. You know, yeah. it kind of, it my put, in-laws, yo, my, my in-laws use CBD oil uh, for like sleeping and like even a little bit of pain management and, and they, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll swear by it. So, I mean, there, there, there is something to it, man. And, and I, dude, you know me, I'm despite being a Catholic, I'm also a skeptic. Um, I'm a heavy skeptic, especially when it comes to anything like this supplements, uh, vitamins, medicines, treatments. I'm a heavy skeptic, but I decided to try it because then I went, okay, will it work or will, or won't it work? And it wasn't one of those things where it was a placebo effect because I was drinking a soda. You know what I mean? Like I went, I'm drinking a soda. I completely even forgot it was, it was a CBD infused soda. And then all of a sudden, the rest of the day, dude, I was relaxed. It was incredible. It was incredible. Yep. Like, and it, it, it felt so good because for weeks I had just been a ball of anxiety and stress and depression and misery and anger. And that one, that one day I was like, oh, yay. I don't feel that. I'm still processing. But I don't feel all that stress. Oh, it was so good. Man. So yep. why do you not continue to use it? That's my question. Wait, what? Why? So so you had it one time and you're like, man, this no, is great. No, no, have, no, no. I didn't say that. Uh, okay. I said I tried it and it worked. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So now what I did was, and, and I'm trying to find another one because I gave it a try. It was called Caliper. Um... Uh, and, and it's 20 milligrams, um, which is, which is fine, uh, because I'm a bigger dude, it doesn't matter what, um, it doesn't matter what, uh, supplements I take, whether it's B12, whether it's protein, like my pre-workout that I take, uh, before I go and lift, I have to have more, not much more. 
than the normal serving. Like my pre-workout, it says one scoop. You should take one scoop. Um, I take a scoop and a quarter um, just to feel what you're supposed to feel. Just because I'm a, I'm a big man. Um, so 20 milligrams, this caliper, it comes in little packs. It's a powder. And you can put it in food. You can put it in drinks. You can put it in anything you want. Um, and it's 20 milligrams, though. And, it, and for, for how much I would need versus the cost of the the packets i kind of go uh oh, that's that's a little pricey for how much i would go through and how quick so i'm trying to find another alternate solution but it works for me because like dude like beef knows a little bit about what's going what what's going on with me and what's been on my mind the past couple weeks and I, I, and he, and he knows me like, I can't shut it off, dude. When I'm, I like, I feel everything like I feel it's the, I, I think it's the nature of being an artist, being a musician, that kind of thing is when you feel happy, you're elated. When you're sad, you're in the doldrums of depression. Like it's, you go yep. to extremes. So Same, for, man. Same. for something that is non-narcotic. For something that won't turn the world gray and for something that will take away my anxiety and my stress and let me healthy uh, manage my feelings, emotions and everything in a healthy way. That's a godsend. Mm -hmm. Oh, I bet. I bet it is. Absolutely. But I bet um, it is. My, my daughter's the same. Well, you know, aside from the, you know, cannabis and stuff, she's only four. But uh, she's that way. She's got she has big emotions. And, uh, you know, Tara and I made this comparison probably a couple of years ago, you know, um, between our two kids. Micah is very, very mellow motion wise, you know, like he doesn't display extreme highs. And I can rarely tell when things are bothering him. It, it, it has to be something significant because he he just it doesn't he doesn't let things get to him. But our daughter, her highs are very high, and her lows are very low. She has very big emotions. And, uh, you know, we had talked about that. Just it's funny to see the differences between the two kids. You know, it's like she, when she's, when she's happy, you know she's happy. You know, she's very, she's very open and, you know, has very big emotions when she's happy. When she's upset, it's super easy to tell. You know exactly when she's upset or when she's mad about something because, again, those emotions are very, very big. So, I mean, I think, you know, I think that kind of is, is similar to you, Boot. You know, she feels a lot. Yo, yeah. Listen, people don't understand. Fucking heavy is the head that wears that fucking crown, man. I'm, I'm right there with you, Boot. Like, I have always worn my fucking emotions on my sleeve. Like, that's why I don't have the greatest poker faces. That's why, I, you know, I'm, I'm not the greatest of fucking One Night Werewolf. <laughs> because it's, 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 it's all fucking relative, man. But, and, and, and people are like, oh, well, that's great that you can show your emotions and this, that. And, but yeah, okay, it is. It, it's, it's amazing to be able to, like, not lock shit down and have real conversations with people. But it's also a fucking burden because, like, when shit gets fucking real, 
shit gets real. And like when I'm done with shit, I'm fucking done with shit. You know? Well, it, it that's the thing is for me. Um, and I think it honestly ransom. I think kids, um, they they have they're more in tune with their emotion. Everything's more primal. Like so, they because they, they don't have the oh I can't be upset with this. I have to hold myself to a decorum until I get alone. Then I can be upset about things. Like you know, they're just they are the way they are. So there's a chance that she might grow out of it. But again, like myself and Beef, like I have always worn my emotions on my sleeve. I I like I I can't. I can't lie. Like, if I'm upset, you guys have seen it. Like, I can't fake being in a good mood. Like, I, no. I oh, yeah. just yeah. can't do it. Um, I, uh, but, but the, the weird thing is, unlike beef, and, and this makes me sound a little sociopathic, and I totally get it. <laughs> uh -oh. I'm uh -oh. a really good liar. Oh, boy. I'm a really good liar. But like, but the thing is, I feel like me admitting that is, is kind of like, it's kind of like showing my, my cards. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I, I won't lie. It's, it's almost like one of those things, like, like Beef said, heavy is the head that wears the crown. The only time that I bust those things out is when I'm playing poker or when I'm playing one night ultimate werewolf. Like, I don't Fucking lie to people. You are. You're you're a fucking snake charmer though. Like you could fucking <laughs> you know you you could make a killing as a used car salesman. That's all I'll say. It's, it's the if I knew anything about cars, that'd be great. But like the uh, you don't have to know anything about cars, bro. You could like look up like twenty car twenty important car terms and be like, oh yeah, this thing's got a great phalange on it, and and and, and the exhaust is brand new. And they'd be like, yeah, man, I'll pay you three and a half million dollars for that. Sure, sounds great. The calipers on this thing are spot on. Like, my yeah, gosh, man. you couldn't get better ones than this one. Yeah, I, mean, like, you real car even, I don't even know if that's a real car. You, you can man, literally throw out the, the air conditioner. Sound like it. The air conditioner flactoid on this thing is perfect. Flactoid. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, though, like you're so personable, and you you build trust very easily. That if I spent 15 minutes talking with you and you busted that 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 one out that air conditioner flak toy or whatever you just said i don't know anything about cars but after spending 15 minutes talking with you and just you know just talking i'd be like okay but, yeah well i, I but, definitely want i definitely want the air conditioner with that good flak toy so like here's the and that's, you know here's the empath that's, that's, no, no 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 here's the thought process with that though sure you could sell 100 cars but you're only going to sell a hundred cars. If you know what you're talking about. And like beef said, I'm a snake charmer. Belch. Uh, I prefer, um, charming. Uh, that's a little <laughs> more of an elegant way to put it. Would you rather not know what you're doing and sell a hundred cars and get all that money up front, but then never have a repeat customer? Or would you like to have a hundred cars sold and then, Five years down the road, sell another 75. Then five years down the road, sell another 85. Then down the road. That's the difference between a liar and someone who's honest and is, is good with people. If you're a liar, yeah, you get what you want right now. 
You get to have everything you want right now, but in the long run, you're going to be left wanting. If you are, if you know what you're talking about and you're honest with people, but you relate to them, you will have what you want over the long haul. On that note, and you go and you're sitting there going, "My God, Poot's kind of smart. Maybe he should be a therapist." I'm gonna go have a piss and get in our beer. Oh, well, and that's therapy. You know, that's where Poot and I like we we are so fucking like cosmically linked. It's it's fucking scary because Poot is as personable as the day is long. He can talk to anybody. He can be. You know, we we've heard stories of him fucking like stopping, you know, coming down for a long weekend with us. He'll stop at a VFW and have a have a have a fucking beer with the boys. You know, like and just talk to people. Yep. Me, I can fucking talk without necessarily relating, and I am a fucking uh, uh, my my wife always liked to call me uh, a, a silver tongue because I can talk. I can fucking argue, I can make valid points, and I can bullshit the hell out of you. Whether or not I know what I'm talking about, I don't know half the time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, that's... And, like, that's a... That, that is is a... Um, a power to wield, for sure. Because, oh, like, yeah. you know, when, when you know that you can just, like, Jedi mind trick idiots everywhere, but you don't do it just because you know you have to be the better person, like, that's, you know... Yeah, you really have to walk that line between good and evil, like, you know. And like, I'm not you trying have to, to make my own dick here, but you know, exactly, oh, dear, exactly. But uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm the, I'm the talkingest guy ever. But no. uh, you know, I, I like to think that I make fairly intelligent and compelling points, and that makes people go, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. That's 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 a good point. Um, which but, is pretty uh, much yeah. everything you do every time we have picks, which makes me go. Yeah, right, exactly. The same as him, or should I like should I trust my gut, or should I pick the same as him? So I'm not gonna lie, it happens more frequently than it doesn't. To where you pick a match first, or like Poot picks and then you pick and then I'm last, and I go, damn. I, I was gonna pick something different. Beef made a really good point on this, and that that sounds real. That sounds real like something they're gonna do. I he probably knows something. I should probably pick the same as him. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's it happens. You know, it happens so many times during picks. I'm like, oh damn, no. Like I, I didn't rationalize that out in my mind at all. I just thought that, that this person was a better pick. Oh shit, should I change my? Should I change? Oh. <laughs> and I think I think that that's a great dichotomy for Putin. And I like Putin. Like 100% uses his powers for good. Uh, I try to but uh you know sometimes there are sometimes things the devil on your done. shoulder wins out right like sometimes i know that i'm the one who needs to get the shit done so i gotta be the one to make the fucking call and be like all right listen uh he he here's the shit we're gonna fucking fix this right now and it it fucking works every single time oh, um you're the devil the best the best example i can do is um when i um when a few years ago when my car got totaled and not that I was in some terrible accident. It was just a shitty car. Uh, it, it took, took one good hit and I was like, well, that's it. Um, she done. the, uh, she gone. the insurance adjuster was trying to lowball me. He's like, well, the car is probably worth about $800. So we're going to give you that. And I'm like, listen, man, I can't buy a new car with $800. You guys got to meet me halfway. I got, and you know, by the fucking end of it, I got like 1400 and uh, like Son I rent a car a for a week. 
Oh yeah. Holy oh, crap. There's a mouse. See, I can't I can't do that. Like even if I know even if I'm not I'm bullshitting, back. like even if I know in my head, like if that were my scenario and like I knew, okay, they're gonna give me eight hundred bucks. But I know this car's worth a thousand. I don't have that salesman silver tongue like I don't I don't have that ability to go well hang on a minute you know here's all the good things about it like here's all the you know me I would go oh you're gonna give me 800 okay all right I'll, I'll take 800 and then be done with it even if I knew even if I knew it was worth more like I don't have that uh, I don't have that approach to be like nah man I'm gonna argue my way up in things well, and it, so it, I take it, the hit. It's it's a blessing and curse, man. Because, like I said, like as much as I try not to use it, and as much as I, you know, have used it, like when I get the call, like you know, the call, uh, working customer service, where someone just wants, like last night, oh my god, this fucking lady just told me to fucking stop, just stop. Every every three and a half seconds, I tried to like rationalize with her or talk to her or even just fucking repeat, so for you know, repeat for understanding. No, stop. You let me talk. No, stop. And it's like, oh boy. that part of me is like, all right, here we go. Tape up the fucking boxing gloves. We're fucking going down. Like, whether or not this is a hill to die on or not, guess what? I've just fucking dug my grave plot. Here we go. Like, so that's that's the silver tongue part of me. That's the fucking, you know, the part of me that, you know can talk and will talk will also be the one to fucking fight you so oh yeah i yeah. can't uh, i can't do that and that's i think that's where my biggest failing working customer service came into play uh like i i wouldn't just, be able to just gave up like yeah right. you know it was <laughs> like after after you know a few attempts it'll be like all right well I, i'm not gonna be able to reach them like i won't be able to rationalize this so like I'm gonna give up, and it's gonna be a lose-lose situation because you know, company-wise, company I can't give you what you're asking for, and what I can give you, you're not gonna accept. So we're both gonna lose here. And uh, and like another thing, like I I wouldn't a call like that. I I would pray to get that call at the end of my day, because if that happened at the beginning of my day, it would ruin me for the rest of the day. Yep, sure does. No, like I'm, I'm very, I feel like I'm a very relatable person and doing the customer service gig, my, my goal always was to help people. It's like, if you had wh whatever it was, if you busted up your phone or if you had charges on your bill that you weren't expecting, or you did something like, Oh, I, I, you know, freaking called Canada or something. I didn't know that I was going to get these charges. Like it just, I just didn't know that happens. Sometimes people don't know stuff. Now, you know, contractually, they probably should have taken responsibility and looked up and gone like, well, if I call Canada, is it going to give me extra charges? I could probably look that up very easily by Googling it or by going on the company website and looking. But not everybody does that, and I understand that. So my ultimate goal was to always help people more than it was to help the company. I wanted to do right by people because I like to make people happy, contrary to what happens on the show. <laughs> um, you know, and I, for all my best efforts, you would have that one disagreeable person mm -hmm. that just wouldn't, 
wouldn't even want to meet you halfway. Like they'd want their entire bill credited. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. look, man, honestly, like I can't really can't do that. But like I can I can cut half of these charges for you. You know what I mean? Like if you've if you've got a thousand dollars in extra charges, a five hundred dollar credit's pretty darn good. As opposed to paying a thousand bucks in extra charges, I'd take it. If it was me and I called up somewhere and they're like, hey man, we understand the situation you're in. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll cut this bill in half for you. Fantastic. Like, you've got my buy-in. I'm off the phone. I'm, I'm down half my charges. This is great. But some people were just disagreeable and wouldn't go for it and would give you the hardest time in the world. And that would ruin me for the rest of the day because I would dwell on that one conversation. Even yeah. though in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean jack squat. They don't know me. I don't know them. Dude. I'm going to do the best I can for them. And if they don't want to accept that, there's nothing I can do to make them accept Dude, that. That, but, that's, but it would bother me for the rest of the day. That's the problem is that, Ransom, I think you and I think – like I heard Beefs before I went to take a, a piss and grab a Bev. Um, I heard Beef say that w- him and I are cosmically linked. We're like a yin and a yang. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's absolutely true. Um, I didn't hear the rest of the discussion, the interim in there. Uh, However, um, I will say ransom. It sounds like you and I think more because dude, I can do everything right during the day. Everything right. I will, I will be perfect at work with guitar work. No matter what I do, I will nail it. But if one thing goes wrong where someone's upset ruins my whole fucking day like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much i do right or or yep. how much of a uh you know the hero i am and it doesn't even matter how much control you have no. in a bad situation it can be completely out of your control yep. but it bugs you oh yep. dude you're talking literally about my scenario that i will not talk about on the air like i will not <laughs> talk about on here like beef knows about it and like that's the thing i did everything right i did everything right and I am still to this day, by the way, standing my ground and proving that I am everything that I say that I am. However, <laughs> it doesn't matter because it, 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 someone's unhappy or this, that, or the other thing. Like you dwell. Yep. And, but I think that I think that shows the I think it shows the 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 true nature of a human being that you're you're selfless at the end of the day you want everyone to be happy but also that doesn't make it necessarily a good thing though it's it's both a blessing it's a blessing and a curse it literally is the perfect example of 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 being a blessing and a curse i wish i uh, I wish i feel i I had the ability i'm sorry beef i didn't mean to interrupt you i I wish I had the ability to tell people to go fuck themselves and not think about it ever again. I would give probably anything to do that. Yeah. But I can't. It's just not who I am. Eight yep. years of customer service has, like, wore away any, like, civility I've had. And that's what, you know, continues to make the uh, the devil on my shoulder talk a little bit louder every time. And uh, me to give less and less of a shit because it's like, well, you know, fuck him. You know, at the end of the day, fuck him. I, I mean, I, mean I, I, I understand that mindset too. Like, and that, that's kind of the, like, that's almost like the mantra that I try to live by. Like, I don't give a crap what people think about me. And even when I did customer I, service, I don't, 
give a crap what that person personally thought about me. But it's just the fact that they had an issue and my job was to resolve that issue. But if they weren't willing to work with me to help them resolve that issue, that's what stuck with me. Like that's what yep. bothered me. I wasn't able to help them, which was my job. And because they were so unreasonable, it, it didn't allow me to effectively do my job because they just weren't willing to compromise or to be happy with something instead of nothing. Well, and I mean, you, you know, any any walk of life, you're going to run into that, man. Like, people yeah. will always try to take uh, three and a half miles when you give them, like, two and a half centimeters. Like, so that's just, it, you know, the, the, the shitty thing about being with customer services, and, and especially being fucking indentured like I am, like, I, I, I fucking understand human emotion like none other. And I, and I understand how to fucking respond to human emotion and how to work the angles. And, and it's like, you know, I, I'm, that's, that's why I get so fucking tired of just talking and dealing with anybody. That's why I'm getting so fucking snippy with everybody all the time ever. Like, you know, because it's just like, I'm, I'm tired of people. My, my friends, my loved ones, my family, they're different. I'm never going to fucking, like, you know, come off at them. Not really, you know, but, like, you know, jerk-offs that I went to high school with that, hey, maybe fucking listen to this fucking podcast. I don't know. No. Um, but, uh, you know, jer- jerk-offs I went to high school with that friend me on Facebook, they're like, oh, hurdy dirty dur. Like, no, man, I'm going to tell you that you're an asshole, <laughs> and here's no, why. Yeah. Yeah, just no, there's no more patience left. Exactly. No, I exactly. I think it's because and and I was talking to my my friend Virginia about this. What I I think the the dividing line is like but like Ransom and I have the same thought process when it comes to that stuff, but I think the other the thing that I have that differs me from you Ransom and you can correct me if I'm wrong is I, I have always considered myself an empath, which which means being really tuned into other people's feelings and emotions. Like I I can I can I've had people tell me like I can just tell when people are not right. I can just tell. Like and this isn't me getting hippy dippy and everything like that. But it's like I can look at someone and like we'll be out just, you know, hanging at the bar or doing whatever and i'll walk up to him and go hey man you all right or hey are you okay and they'll be like yeah i'm fine i'm like are you sure about that and they won't be and they'll just like emotional vomit you know what i mean and and like the floodgates open yeah exactly yep. and, and a lot of people it just takes that little flick the problem is most people don't run into someone like that so and and they don't the odd thing is your loved ones are the ones that you should be able to open up to about those things and talk and get all that out and get perspective from someone else easily without reservation. However, it's just the way it is, not even just in 2020, but in the modern day, you know, society has put in place that you don't do that. It doesn't matter if you're a guy or a woman. It's like you, you can't just be honest with how you feel you have to because it's not socially acceptable. 
but when someone comes along and just literally like flicks that switch and they realize, oh, it's okay for me to open up and just let all this out, it's a blessing. Yeah. The problem is most people don't have a friend or a loved one or someone like that. So what do they do? It gets misdirected and it gets directed mm -hmm. at people like poor beefy McBeeferson over here where it's like they don't know that person. It's completely anonymous and they can get that aggression or frustration out and yeah. they don't have to worry mm -hmm. about the thing. But then what it does is it perpetuates the idea that. Oh, I can, if I don't know this person or don't really care, care about them, I can just be mean to them and be a dick if I want, because it'll make me feel better. And you subconsciously conditioned yourself. I really should be a fucking like therapist. I really should. Yeah, man. You should I be Frazier. really do. Like, I think I should just like, what'd you say? I should be Frazier. So you should be Frazier. Fuck. Yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll move into a, a swanky apartment in Pittsburgh and I'll just like, every time you guys come over and be like, Gentlemen, hello. Let's go ahead and have You'll be this. pouring glass to 19, sherry left and right. 1964 <laughs> boudoir boudot magoo here. You'll be cooking salmon and <laughs> you know freaking crazy ass shit like that. There, I think there are some people though, and I'm I'm one of them. And this is, you know, another of my biggest failings among many, um, is that I I don't. I don't know what the word is internal. Like I internalize things like with this whole layoff thing, you know, my company was just in the crapper, not doing well, especially with COVID. And they had to cut a bunch of employees, keep the lights on. And unfortunately I'm one of those people that got cut. Now that has really hit me hard emotionally, you know, financially we're fine. You know, it's, I, I don't worry about that at all. Uh, you know, I worked there for five years. I've got unemployment coming. You know, I'll, I'll look for another job. But the 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 mental burden of that has really taken its toll, and you know, has really affected me. And I don't. I'm not one of those people that depression usually strikes. Some it can hit some people easily. Some people never get depressed. Uh, you know, and my goodness, good for them. Uh, I would say 90% of my life, depression has never been a problem. But this time, it's really hit. And it's it's really taken its mental toll on me. And, you know, my wife has said to me many times, like, you know, hey, you really don't, you really don't talk to me about, you know, how this is affecting you and how you're feeling. You know, you've told me that you're stressed. You told me that you're upset about it. But you really don't open up about it and i think it, i think the failing in me is that i feel like as a 36 year old man man boy <laughs> uh I, I i should be able to handle something as trivial in my eyes as job lost Dude. now no i say trivial because i try to put it in a big picture we're not losing our house we're not missing payments on bills we don't have collections or collectors coming at us we're really in a good spot it's just the fact that i have to now search for a job in a declined economy because of covid covid's still happening it's not been resolved 
So the job market's not looking good. Businesses aren't in the best place. So I think the job hunt is going to be worse now than it would have been if this is if this had happened pre or post COVID. But I feel like so many other people are in such worse situations that I don't have any business being depressed or stressed or anxious over the situation that I'm in because there are so many other people out there that are worse <laughs> off than me. And I think that's where the whole, like I try to handle this myself. Dude. I try to just, just I'm 36. I'm an adult. I should be able to handle this. You, John, your <laughs> age? The, the, the stress and the depression just really starts to bubble up. What? And I feel like I have a hard time reaching out to even like the people that I'm closest with and going like, hey, man, I, I could really use something right now. You know, like I could really use just a, a break from the constant stress in my own mind of thinking throughout the day. I got to look for a job. I got to find a job. I got a job hunt. I got to look for this. I got to update my resume. I got to start sending out all these applications. Like, what can I be doing? What company should I be looking at? You know, what, what type of entry-level job can I take that will pay the bills if I can't find something that was paying me as well as before and I have to take a, you know, stupid little entry-level job? Am I going to have to get a second job? How much am I going to see my children? You know, like all this stuff really starts to bubble up and I... I should be able to offload that on people and ask for help, even like a distraction. You know, like, hey, man, can we, like, just talk or hang out or do something just to take my mind off it? But I feel like I should be able to handle this as an adult on my own. That is the problem that I was talking about, is that you feel inherently, as we all do, I do as well, that that you shouldn't be this distressed or upset over these things. And that's simply not true. Like that's the thing is we have this inherent idea nowadays and it's not just in America. It's everywhere. Like people nowadays have this idea that number one, what you talked about was, Oh, everybody, there are people who have it worse than me. That's true, but that's always going to be the case. If you have that be your measuring bar for you being able to feel your emotions and deal with them in, in some kind of healthy way, it's always going to be ahead of you. You're never going to catch up to it. Second of all, as far as your emotions go with, with you feeling depressed and upset, let it happen. Like you're, you're allowed you're allowed to feel that way. I mean, the, number one, this came out of nowhere. Number two, the economic, political, and sociological climate of the world, not even just our country, of the world, is in shambles in 2020. It, it, you're, you're allowed to feel that way. Let yourself do it. You'll feel so much better if you get those things out. Like I told you today. When before we started recording all day, literally, I woke up emotionally exhausted and all day at work. I was just I was I was I was there, but I was mentally not there. I got all my work done. I did everything fine. But like it was just I, I wasn't there and I was going literally the last 10 minutes. I was going nine minutes, eight minutes, seven minutes, six minutes until I could leave just so I could, you know, let myself go because when i'm at work i have to be happy fun you know guy on the radio 
So like, yeah. you know, I got in the car and I literally screamed because I had to get it out. And and I and I came home and I went to bed. I like slept for a couple hours because I just couldn't handle it. I woke up and I was still a ball of stress. And it was ten minutes. My sister came in and <laughs> booped me on the nose. Like it lit- literally booped me on the nose. And for ten minutes, I just word vomited, like things that were bothering me. And after that, I felt so much better. That's the thing is like you have to you're allowed to feel your emotions. There is no construct. There is no one telling you you can't be upset. You can't be depressed and you can't deal with it in the way that you see fit. As long as you're not being self-destructive, dude, if you need a day where you just go for a drive, go for a fucking drive. If you want to like go be alone for that's why when you asked me, you said, hey, man. Uh, you know, I, I was kind of given the, the green card to come up and visit and go green to the card. gym and shit well, like, or given carte blanche to come up and visit and go to the gym and stuff. That's why I was like, dude, what are you doing on Friday? Like I was like right now, because number one, I, I could use it. Number two, you, I, I feel like getting away could, you know, behoove you. And I was like, let's do it right now. Let's make it happen now plans obviously altered and changed and that's all well and good but like don't ever feel like there is something intangible in your way that is keeping you from feeling your emotions yeah you're 36 big deal 36 year olds are still allowed to be sad you're allowed to be sad you're allowed to be depressed and you're allowed to look at someone especially your wife and say hey I'm, 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 this is how I feel and tell her because she of anyone in the world will understand how you feel like it's okay to let your guard down. It's, it's okay. Like, and, and, and I know I'm going on this big dumb tirade, but like, and, and it's hard to break out of that comfort zone and let yourself be vulnerable because you feel like it's wrong. And trust me, the reason I'm saying all this is because I feel it too. Like, we all do. Let yourself be okay feeling your problems. Dude, if you need to cry, cry. Fuck it. Who cares? Nothing wrong with a good man cry. If you need to if you need to, to go somewhere and punch a heavy bag, do that. If you need to drive out in the middle of nowhere, stand in a field and scream at the heavens, do that. You're fine. There's my tirade. Beef, now to you. Echo. <laughs> I, I can't say it better, man. That's, you know. Like I said, you know, I should be I a therapist. Like I don't, I don't hold anything back ever. Uh, and I'm, you know, that's, that's not necessarily the, the best thing in the world either. Because, like, I am, I... I, I am a creature of, I don't want to say habit, um, but, but I'm a creature of, like, plans. Like, whenever I got shit planned, like, that is, you know, the thing that gets me through the fucking work day, the work week, the work month, whatever. It's pointing to this thing and saying, thank God X is coming. And, um, you know... As soon as, like, one part of X goes wrong, 
I'm off the rails. And, like, it, it, it always feels like it, it, it comes, like, everything just kind of fucking crumbles. And it's like, well, so much for that. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it, it's, 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 it's certainly not always easy having your emotions, like, at the surface. Because it, it, it does tend for a lot of, like, um, manic highs and lows. You know, like, you, you get super excited... But then whenever things go south, you also get super fucking, like, in your head. You're like, oh my god, this is the worst. Why the fuck am I working this job <laughs> if if this shit's just gonna not work out and I'm gonna be miserable on the fucking weekends, too? Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. So, you know, uh, uh, there, there, there are times that I wish I could suppress some of my emotions and kind of, like, you know, lock them away. But it is what it is. And, and, and I've, I've, I've accepted who I am. And uh, you know, you you uh, ransom if you if you need a hug, I will I will I will, I will hug you. Um, oh, hello. A big, big beef hug. But uh, you know, um, yeah. I mean, like like Putin said, man. It's just you know, sometimes there are things that absolutely just require you to open up the vault and just fucking go crazy. Um, Seriously. Like he, so he's look, not wrong. It's, it's we, we've gotten real deep, uh, real deep here in the past uh, past twenty minutes or so. Um, you want to do a million do we, dollars, uh, but that's what she said. Do we have time for a few? Oh, of those? we do. We've got time. You were. I, I always I've, love a good one of those. I've got one. You ready? Oh boy, let's have it. All right, you ready? A million dollars, but you're basically a Smurf. You dress like a Smurf and talk like a Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> would life. you would you would you be okay with it, or would you say Smurf that? This is just so, for life, for the rest of my life. Oh yeah, for the rest of your life, you get, uh, and we'll say you get oh a million dollars a year for the rest of your life, but you're a Smurf. Do we? So so a, cu- a couple follow ups. Do we exist in like a Smurf community, or is it like the real world and we're just a Smurf? No, it's real world. You're you. You just literally turn blue and you have to dress and talk like a Smurf all the time. Am I a I, couple inches tall, or am I still the same height? No, you're you. You literally just oh, okay. turn blue, have to dress like a Smurf and talk like a Smurf. I do like blue, but I don't like not wearing a shirt. I feel like that's a deal breaker. Um. The yeah, goofy but you're hats, a Smurf, you know. so like your 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 skin would be smooth blue, like you wouldn't have body hair. I hear Smurfs some had Smurfs big wear, dicks, so some, like some Smurfs wear shirts, right? Or no? Uh, I don't know. It's no, been a while. I think they just wear pants, no. pants and oh, boots dear. and hats. Um, you know, oh, that's but a million bucks a year for uh, you know, that's. So I would do it. If it's a million dollars a year, because at that point, I don't have to worry about a career. Because I can live within a million dollars a year easily. So it's not like I have to go and be presentable somewhere. You know, like go for a job interview and, you know, show up there all blue and shirtless and they go, uh, what's going on here? I don't have to explain it away at that point. So I would do it. Yeah. Smurf that. I'd be all smurfing for it. (laughs) Okay. So he'll take the one million Smurfs a year. Beef, what about you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I have, I have a preclusion to blue, and uh, I like money, and I like being able to say Smurf. 
you know, no smurfing away, man. Go get smurfed. I'm, I'm in. I, you know, Hard I don't yet. know if I would do it. No I don't smurf. Look... No smurf. <laughs> smurf me. To me, smurf. <laughs> you. <laughs> to me. To, to me, smurf. The, the, I, you know what? I'm going to be the dissenter here. I don't think I would do it. Oh, I, wow. I don't. I don't think I think would do though, it. Think of how great that would look no, but... on stage. You with a guitar all smurfed out. People would come to see that. I know people would Smurfin, come. Smurfin, Smurfin destroy. Yeah, but that, <laughs> that's the problem is that I would get up there and instead of singing uh, Panama, I'd have to sing Smurfama. Like, it, it just wouldn't work. You know, instead of girls, 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 it'd be Smurf, Smurf, Smurf. <laughs> like, I, awesome. I don't know. It would be a gimmick all your own. It would be a gimmick all my own, but you know what? I don't look good in blue, and I like dressing in black on stage instead of white pants and a white hat with no shirt. <laughs> so I'm going to say no. Um, Let me think. Uh, or Not, not even let you. me think. Uh, you go ahead and... Um, oh, I got another one real quick. Real quick. Okay. okay. Million dollars, but... Randomly throughout the day for an entire year, so you get one million dollars up front, okay? But for one entire year, a random room that you walk into will turn into a Nickelodeon Double Dare like game show themed uh -huh. around what you're going to do in that room. Hell yes. Yes, I would do it. Oh, so you guys much. are not thinking about the ramifications of this. We're getting close to 40, boys. Have you ever been to the proctologist? Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah, but that's not a guarantee. There's a chance, but that's not a guarantee. Yeah, but there, there's also a chance. Think of the hijinks, though. <laughs> I mean, Listen, you're one, you're one for the appreciating hijinks. the hijinks of things. You know what I mean? When like, I you're was one a for mini appreciating beef. that. When, when I was in mini-beef, I'm not going to say small because I was never small, but when I was in mini-beef, I would fucking make double dare sets in my living room. I had flags that I would like put up on like on like on the wall that I could only get to by jumping on top of my couch and like a flag under you know, I, I Dude we did that. I have too. fucking prepared yeah. for this. I have I have fucking prepared for this. So yes, yes sir. Yes sir. Oh beef is a firm yes. So for a million dollars for a year. Randomly, rooms would turn into uh, Nickelodeon Double Dare games. Ransom, and what I about hope, you? And I hope one of the years that I need the million dollars, I have to get it out of that big fucking nose. Like, just grab the fucking no, bag of no, money no, from that, no. from that nose. That'd it's be one, great. It's one year. You get one million dollars. It's not so every it's like, year. I'll, I'll so, it could be like, uh-oh, it's time for me to take a poo. And I walk into the bathroom, and now suddenly, I have to finagle an obstacle course to make it to the toilet <laughs> to take that poo. Yep. I'd still do it. I'd still do it. I think that would be... Yeah, but uh, it's going to be themed around what you're going to do. So think about that. Oh, so so I got I to gotta dig through a butt of poop to find a flag in order it, to get to the now, toilet? And you're sitting there going, oh, well, it's double dare poop, so it's going to be oh! chocolate pudding. No. Hmm. Ooh. I don't know. I think I'd still do it. All right. I would absolutely do that. Like B said, for the hijinks. It'll be fine. No, like Ransom said, for the hijinks and for the laws. Yeah, man. Absolutely. For the laws. 
Go ahead. Jester tries to traverse my kitchen as a double dare set in order to get a sandwich. <laughs> I'd be all about that. That would be that would be fun. Sometimes. Alright, Ransom, what's yours? So you get a million dollars, but your arms become wings. And you're essentially half birdman. Now <laughs> I never have to fly, buy a card again uh, or a car again. Okay. You could fly, but that's all going to depend on your body mass and your upper arm strength. So, like, maybe you're a bird that takes flight. Maybe you're a dodo that, you know, just runs around on your legs and has some wings and is completely useless. Oh, gosh. Um, now, like, when I say wings, I don't mean, like, folded up like bird wings. You know what I mean? So you're not, like, running around, you know, ah! It's kind of like, uh, think of the Rito in, uh, in Breath of the Wild, where their wings are basically, you know, they act as our arms. So they're, you know, long, just like our arms are. They're not folded up, you know, like a bird. But it's, it's still a wing. You don't have hands. You have feathers at the end. I still would do it. I would do it. I would do it. Just imagine me soaring in the butler. Are you going to be able to hold weights, though, with those those ones? Like, weights? You'd be able to lift? I I mean, you don't have hands anymore. Okay, my arms won't be swole, but I can do core. I can do legs. I can do back. (laughs) We'll be good. All right. Um... I imagine it would be pretty difficult to hold a controller or a guitar. Ah, uh, you know, says you. Okay, fair enough. What do <laughs> I, I know? That, I don't have wings. That's what that's what I was thinking. Like I, I, I use my hands an awful lot. I think I think I'd be out at that point. So no, I, I don't I don't think I'd do it. I, I think I'd have to be a no as well. Oh man, flying though. That's always been I the dream. Yeah, but I mean that again. That's all going to depend on. I don't know. Like I, I, I equate it to. Like, if I go into the gym right now and I try to do, you know, twenty pull-ups, ain't going to happen. I don't have the upper arm strength for that. I I so don't have that now. So to, uh, you're not making a good argument. So like, am I going to be able to sustain flight with the with the arm strength that I've got? And the rest of the body mass that I have, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, uh, our, you know, I, I equate, uh, I would equate this to how a plane flies. God rest his soul, our friend wow. Greg. Our, our, our God, God rest our, his soul, our friend Greg once told me, said, you know what my professor at flight school told us how a plane works? He said it works on two principles, differential pressure and pure fucking magic. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> Confidence uh, in the flight industry is not going up. It, it would take a little <laughs> bit of a trial and error, but you know what? There's there's an updraft and everything. You can glide a lot. You ever seen a bird fly? They don't flap the whole time. It's fine. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right. I got one. Million dollars, but every 100th chew of your life, you have to scream at the top of your lungs. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Do you realize how often you chew? No. Well, I mean, we know how much you chew beef, but like for the rest of us. 
Like when you, so my my mom told me this. Whenever you get the uh, the gastric surgery, they want you to chew your food like each bite. I think like twenty or twenty five times. So by that logic, every four bites, you would be screaming <laughs> at the top of your lungs. Oh no! 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 No. I would do it for the lols. See, I can, I can count. Like, I know how it works. I don't, uh, you know, COVID, I'd say not a big deal. Because I don't spend a whole lot of time chewing anything outside of my own house. And my family are already accustomed to my random outbursts. <laughs> so... That wouldn't change anything for them, honestly. They'd be like, oh, okay, that's that 100 to chew. Dad's screaming again. Good enough. Um, what would concern me is, you know, once COVID is done or there's a vaccine and people are going out to restaurants again, do I want to be that guy in the middle of the restaurant enjoying a nice burger and then suddenly, ah! Everybody's <laughs> looking like, uh, what happened to that guy? Uh, but no, no. Here, you guys are missing the perfect way to explain this away. Tourette's. Three words. I have Tourette's. Ooh. I had a stroke. <laughs> that would, you know, I, I think there are many benefits to that because I think that would limit my expenditure at restaurants because I would probably be less inclined to go to many restaurants. There you go. For fear of embarrassment, mainly of my family, not of myself. I'm mostly an embarrassment any place that I go. Um, I mean, chewing gum is out the window. You because you know I don't anyway, chew you're a lot of chewing, gum. Chewing yeah, gum in gum church. And then, yeah, I don't chew a lot of Who gum. Who chews gum in gum church? Guy. You heathen. I do. You heathen. I would say, yeah, I would do it. I would do it because I, I would, I would think, I would try to focus on the benefits of it. I would be eating out less. I'd be spending less money. I'd probably be eating less. You know, like if we went out somewhere, I'd be like, okay, well, I'll probably have the soup because I don't have to do a whole lot of chewing with soup. Depends on the soup. Yeah. But the but the thing is, again, if you're in the situation where you lose track of counting. You just say, I have Tourette's, and everyone will go, oh, he's so brave. Oh, uh, and then, oh he's so brave. Then, I'd do it. I'd say yes. And I'd, I'd I be would, yes on that. I would absolutely say yes as well, because I don't chew gum. And, uh, you know, I'll be perfectly honest with you. Don't really chew my food that well. Um, okay. You know, I just eat it like a duck. Um, <laughs> um, uh, beef, do you have one you want to throw into the mix? I don't. I uh, Get creative. I don't have anything good. Get creative. All right, here's, dumb, dumb. here's one. All right. Here's one for you. Million dollars, but once a year for the remainder, you will, instead of, <laughs> instead of pooping a turd, you'll poop lava. Now, since it's coming out of your body, it's not going to negatively affect you. So it's not going to burn your anus off when this happens. It's going to be like, oh, it came out, and suddenly, once it's out, now it's lava. Wait, so it turns into lava when it hits the whatever it hits? 
right when it's like when when it's out of you. Just just think of it think of it as think of it in the fact that you're pooping lava, but it doesn't harm you. So like it's not <laughs> it's not going to burn your butt. Well, okay, it's so not gonna, it's not going to it's not going to physically harm you in any way because your body processed it. But once a year, instead of it being a soft brown stool, it's going to be a hot yellow lava. Um, no, because literally, like, literally, no matter what you do, you're going to ruin everything. Um, and what if you accidentally shart, burn your pants and burn your ass? Listen, well, I don't yeah, care. But I mean, if you think about that, how many times do you accidentally go through your life pooping your pants? Listen, I mean, everybody, gets, adult, everybody gets that's, one that's a year. Uh, everybody gets one I mean, a year. Don't that's waste a scenario that I've never really... I, I'm not familiar with that scenario. Like, oh, I'm going through my day. Uh oh. Uh oh. I gotta go. I gotta go home. You. You. I gotta go home and change. Like it's never happened to me. You of anybody. You of anybody. Literally well, have never had the moment where you went. You were like. You've never had like where you've gotten sick, like that mo. Dude. I can't tell you. I, I think maybe I can count on two hands how many times I've almost shit myself on the air. There's a big difference between almost and yeah. going through with it. Like, I've, I, 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 I'm confident in saying as an adult, I've never been sick enough or in that much of a predicament where I've gone, well, that happened. There's no turning back. I mean, I've had to, to make some emergency pull-offs. Or been like, okay, I gotta hit an exit and find a, a get go or a sheets or something. I mean, that's happened. But I've never run into the scenario where I've gone, well, we're throwing those away. Oh, uh, you're serious? Seriously, really? <laughs> yes, I've never had an experience where I've been anywhere in my adult life that I've gone, yep, straight up just poop my pants. Oh, there's been there's been some. There's been some clinchers, but it's never <laughs> it's never reached the point where I've gone. Got to start over again tomorrow, man. Uh, yeah, I, wow, I, I'm, I, I'm not washing that. I agree. Straight in the trash can. I've I've never hit that. Are you guys serious? I'm the only one here. Uh, what's <laughs> what's like, happening now? His pants, you know, twice a year. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. no, here, no. Here's here's the rule. Here's here's the rule. Here's the rule. Number one, you, every single person in the world gets one a year. If you're an adult, if you're if you're at the point where you have control of your bowels, you get one a year. Like, you, you get one, dude. I, I've I've had it happen where okay. the stomach flu comes on out of nowhere. Have you never gotten sick like that where you're perfectly fine and then literally within the span of ten minutes you want to die? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been sick before Dude. to where it's like, you know, I, I got to be in close proximity. No, I mean, I've, where I've it, com it comes on out of nowhere. Where I'm just, I'm going throughout my day and I go, oh, I'm really starting to not feel well. And then wham, there's Dude. a doo-doo in my pants. Dude, that happened well, to me. No. I've never had that happen. That happened to me literally on the day of a gig. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, oh, so my. the way it worked was gotten real off topic on this but uh, all right no no right. It, we're not off topic because th this is how this this should go okay D dude 
I so I I woke up the day of a gig. Um and and I well, I'm trying to think how that went cuz I was so sick. I woke up the day of a gig and I was brushing my teeth and I literally had to like pirouette spin down onto the toilet. <laughs> and for every yeah, but you hit five, the toilet. like you didn't no, did you shit your pants? I almost uh, like it was it was There you uh, go, but it's almost. No, no, it's I'm trying to figure out how to put this. It Yes and no. Does that make sense? Dude, if you shit your pants, just tell you shit your pants, man. Well, it's, no, it's it, okay. it was it was There's because no it was because I felt it happen all at once. It was the pull down, so it was like the upper half of my underwear. Oh boy! Like, and then I was on the <laughs> toilet, and I was like, "What is happening?" And and then the rest of the day, literally, I spent every five to ten minutes in and out of the bathroom. I, and I we can... had a we had a gig that night, and I'm going. How am I going to play this gig? I can't cancel. We're we're going. Like so. No 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 if, no. Uh-uh, nope. If there's a fear that I'm going to have rocket propelled poo come out of me to where my sphincter's going to go. Nah, man, I got nothing. There's no gig. There's oh, no, no nothing. There is me. Three steps from the toilet. We were in. That we were in a new town. It was our first gig at this bar, and they were really excited. And it it, like I couldn't. I was like, I can't miss this gig. What am I gonna? Literally from like eight in the morning until thirty minutes before I left. Every five to ten minutes, I was in the bathroom. Like I, I, and we, we, I gotta be honest. I mean, it's it's not. There's no, no modesty, no fear of embarrassment. But I, I I have to be one hundred percent honest. I've never been to the point. Where my sphincter has failed me. I just it's, it's I, I hope I, I never have. I hope it never happens because like yeah man it, I'm sure like, I'm real I'm you know I'm hoping it doesn't but dude I no it's not a scenario I'm familiar with but regardless <laughs> I would not there, do there that. There have been times where I've been like okay I've got a I've got a pee real bad and you know maybe a little bit comes out as the zipper's coming down. You know, well, just, I mean, a, just a. Speaking of having that? to pee real bad, ransom, come up with another one. I gotta pee. Like, I mean, that's, I, I that's been a thing. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That that's, that's happened. Like, you're an old man. Dribble. Like, oh, oh, there's a little dribble happening. I mean, it, it doesn't. It's not a frequent thing, but it's happened before. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. The poo. That's 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 never really happened to me. No, me neither. I think I think poo's just a weirdo. Well, I mean, sometimes the, sometimes you gotta just you gotta slow shutter speed on that sphincter, and it's just not, uh, not up to snuff. Not up to snuff. Ooh, poor poot. I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Uh-oh, here it comes. All right. Listen, he says. Listen, I've I've never... I, I can't so think of a time in my adult life where I peed my pants. But, it, like, okay, for example, 
there was one night we were down at Ransom's and we were making much jocularity and having Am fun. Am I going to have to clean my house? No. <laughs> no, this was years ago. Oh, thank And God. I woke up the next day before everyone was awake. I got up off the couch and I was like, okay, I'm going to get going. And I walked out of the house. I gathered up my my effects and I walked out of the house Literally the second the door shut, my anus went, you have two min min minutes. Like it was oh, like, dear. and I, I tried to get back in the house and it was locked. And I was like, yep. fuck, fuck. Um, and so I drove down to the 7-Eleven and I walked in there and I was just like, do, do, can I use your bathroom? And they were like, no, employees only. And I was like, what if I buy something? And they were like, no, employees only. And I was like. Why? And they're like, we have a drug problem. People using drugs in the bathroom. I'm like, I got a shit. I literally like at, at poor them at 730 in the morning or whatever it was. I was like, I got a shit. And they were like, sorry, employees only ran out of there, jumped in the thing. And I'm like, nothing's open. I'm going to shit my pants. I can't do this. It's the worst. I don't know how I'm getting. It's the thing where you're like bouncing and you can't help but we got a bounce. Pine, I got a pine tree in my yard, man. Like, have at it. Yo, I. Well, that's the thing. Is Kill like, it. so, I I circled around and I went to Kmart. Yeah, buddy. and they were just opening. Literally, I was the only car in the parking lot, and I and they were just opening the doors. And I walked in. And I went, "Where's your bathroom?" And they were like, "Right over there." I ran in there. I am blew it up not I, I won't go into the gritty details yeah, please don't but they may or may not have had a mess outside of the bowl to clean up listen uh, uh, well I never went that's uh, probably another reason I never went into that Kmart um, so if we're going to go back to the original question yes would no. you or wouldn't you no so Poot's got, Poot's got some poo problems He's not. He's not doing it. Beef. Um. I mean, like you, 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 you think to yourself, okay, I can make a fucking outhouse in my in my backyard where I just fucking poop into all the time, just in case. But there's always going to be a chance where you absolutely have to do it at your friend's house in church, like. Out eating, I. And then, like, you walk out, and someone's like, "Hey, that guy just blew up a toilet because he's in lava." <laughs> and everyone's like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" And you're like, "I don't know." Even I though you know dollars. damn well, even though I you know damn well. Ah. Uh, no, man, that's no, I, I wouldn't because like, I can't imagine walking out of your bathroom and be like, well, it's happened. A lot of the toilet. See you later. Been a great friendship we've had up to this point. See you later, buddy. Oh, I would do it. <laughs> of course you would. I would do because it. Because you and poop all the time anyway. Listen like, up, son. Listen, son. What you uh, I, I feel like I've got... Like, I, I could, a million dollars, I could construct a pretty nice separate space. One sturdily constructed room off the side of my house to where it's all it is, is just toilet, 
fortified. It can handle it. I still have money left. And I, I try at all costs not to do the boom boom outside of my own house because I have a boom boom. I have a, you heard me. I have a germ thing. So I'm accustomed to it being okay. We got to go. Like, all right, what, you know, I got, I got probably a good solid 20 minutes left. Shovel your food in. We're out of here. We're out of the restaurant. It's coming. Let's go. Check, please. Box it up. I'd do it. I'd be all about it. That's a tough one. I'd be all about it. I think I would. All right, so here's another one. Million dollars, but every time you sneezed, something random comes out of your nose. Um, it could be literally anything. It could be confetti. It could be cake frosting. It could be an elephant. It could be corn. Like you're fired. It's coming out. Now, if you blew an elephant out of your nose, it's you know. This is a this is a imaginary scenario. This is so a cartoon situation. So your nose yeah. would stretch to allow it. Yeah, and it goes back to normal, but you're left with the byproduct of whatever comes out of that nose. Sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's jaguar, and now you're in a predicament. Oh, so the jaguar does just doesn't run off into the ether. It, it just doesn't disappear. Like, it's there. Like, it's there in the now. So, you know, you sneeze a rabbit out of your nose, a rabbit's probably going to be like, damn, i got to get the heck out of here. You know, it's going to run off. If you, you know, you sneeze a hyena out of your nose, it's probably going to be like, huh, you're a tasty morsel. Maybe I'm going to, you know, turn my rage on to you. Um... But it exists. It exists in the now when it comes out of your nose. Oh, Vince McMahon, this is a null issue. Yeah, right. It would certainly make you learn a little bit of self-control to uh, to not to not sneeze. I don't ever um, like. Now I'm you've been in those. I'm sure you have been in those positions where you're like, okay, I don't I don't want to sneeze at this point. So. You plug up a nostril, like you can feel it, like it's like, oh, this left nostril is going to cause me to sneeze. I got to tickle. So you plug it up, breathe out of your mouth, you try to control it, and it goes away. And you're good. You don't have to sneeze anymore. Gone. I mean, those things happen. I've done it before. It's like, oh, I feel one coming on. I pinch my nose. I breathe out of my mouth. You know, like I'm real, real, uh, you know, methodical about the breathing. And it goes away. Most of the time I sneeze because I don't give a crap. It's a sneeze. Who cares? But there have been times where it's like, okay, this is inappropriate. Or like, oh, my kid's asleep in the back I, of the car uh, and she's a tyrant and I don't want to wake her up with a sneeze, so I'm going to plug it up. I, uh, I, I generally hold my sneezes in, so I don't worry about it. So, 
Yeah, I'd do it. Why not? Because I hold my sneezes. Very rarely do they come out of nowhere, like my poops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like... You gotta think about it like the role of a, of, of a ten-sider, man. Like, most of the time, it's gonna be okay. Sometimes you're gonna get something good. A fucking gold brick. A thousand dollars. Sometimes, every so often, you're gonna get burned by it. Yeah. You're gonna sneeze fire, or a turd. Or, you know, you're or gonna a sneeze a leopard. A bullet comes flying out of your nose. Jimmy like, Hoffa and an oil drum? Who knows? Yeah, right? <laughs> Mini nuke, here it comes. I mean, it, it could be anything that exists. I'm in. The walls so, I mean, are... you could you could sneeze an atomic bomb. Now you're all dead. I'm in. I'm in. I'll do it. Poot, of all people. <laughs> you tempting fate, my friend, is not something that I would have expected. Listen, after beef, after the 2020 that I've had, let alone 2020, <laughs> the past couple weeks that I've had, fucking bring it on. Like, I, I'm, I'm not afraid of anything anymore. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, like, like you know what? I sneeze, and the first thing I sneeze is uh, mustard gas, and it, it finishes me neat. Cool. All right. Um, I got one more, and then we're going to have to wrap this up in a nice little burrito. You ready? Beef, did you answer that? Did you say you would do it I or not do not. it? Oh. Um, I I don't think I would. Um, okay. Just because I know that, yeah, when, when it comes to bad things happening, I'm... I'm usually fairly well targeted as well, so I, I would avoid that. Fair enough. Okay, now this. Uh, okay, I have one that's an obvious answer, but it's really funny, so I'm going to do this and then one more. Okay, right. here's the very obvious one million dollars, but you have an evil twin. He looks exactly like you, and people think you're him. His only goal is to fuck you over. He's going to bang your girlfriend slash wife. He's going to fuck up your work. He's going to disable the brakes in your car. The whole nine yards. Oh, no. Ooh. So it's he's trying to kill you. Is that what you're saying? Like, not not kill you. No, your, not kill you. No, in your car. That's, no, you know, killing, that's a kill, fatality. Killing you would be too easy. Fatality. He's trying to fuck up your whole life. I was going to say yes if it was just going to be minor inconveniences. But if you're going to start cutting brake lines, then that's endangering my children. And I'm going to say no. I would do now, it. if it was just hijinks... I would say yes. I would do it, and here's why. Uh, uh, fucking, what a twist. I'm the evil twin. Like, <laughs> you oh. ain't gonna fucking out-evil me. And, and, when, it, and when, when, when it becomes fuck or get fucked, like, I, you know, I can, I can work in that, so, uh, you know, as opposed to him trying to submarine me, I would be trying to submarine so, him. All right, oh, so aside geez. from Beef having a good twin, Ransom, you and I <laughs> are, are the ones here. I would, you know what? I would not do it because the world is already doing that for me. Ransom, what about you? 
if it, if it, if the actions of this evil twin could potentially bring harm upon my children or wife, like brake lines being cut, like yep. oh, I left the gas on in the on the stove. <laughs> uh oh, your house exploded and you're all dead. I'd say no. If it was minor tomfoolery, I would work around that and say yes. Like I'd I'd give everybody that I was close to a safe word to be like, look, before you have any interactions with me, you ask for this password. If they don't give it, nope, it's the evil twin. Don't do dealings with them. Ignore them. I got an evil twin. This is what you got to do. This is the world that I live in. Know that the the evil twin's gonna know that, and he's gonna get it out of somebody. Oh no, he 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 doesn't know what you're thinking. It, I mean, it would be it's another it would be an person because it would be a you know it would be a rotating password. It's like every week, I'd be in contact with you, Beef, and be like, "Hey, here's your old password, so you know it's me." Oh, I it's forgot changed. to update my password. Shit. Yeah. So now you know now the burden is on you, because if you're like, "Hey, man, why did you come over?" and uh, you know. Spank my cat with a piece of baloney. I'm like, did you get the password? But yeah, it was this. Nah, man, that was the old. That was the old password. This dude, is on I, you, dude. If I you ever let him in, dude, if me. I ever get cheated on again, that's what I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna confront the person. I'm gonna say, hey, why'd you spank my cat with a piece of baloney? Yeah, man, like it's, <laughs> it's on you. If you don't keep, if you don't keep updated with the password, whatever hijinks befall you on my evil twin's behalf, that's on you. If, you're, if you know, if we're gonna be friends, this is the world that you're gonna have to live in. So potentially doing harm to my, my, my family, I say no. If it's general hijinks and tomfoolery, I say yes. Poot, what say you? You say uh, no? No, I said absolutely no because I said the world's already doing all that shit for me. It's fine. Um, oh, okay. Uh, where's my million dollars? The world. All right. Here's some. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, 2020. Come yeah, on. Yeah, bring it on. Um, all right. So, all right, this one, I I don't know. It seems, for me, it seems like a very obvious thing. Million dollars, bud, every time you meet someone new, you have to hug them for 30 seconds. Now, what do you mean by meet somebody new? Like a formal introduction? Or like anytime you you pass a random person on the street, it's like, oh. I'm going to simplify this. Every time you are... Every time you meet someone where it's like you're in a setting where it's like, okay, we are now engaged in social interaction. So if you're just walking down the street, you're not meeting all those people. You're walking by them. Like, so every time you meet someone, you have to hug them for 30 seconds. Now, is this, is it, is it, is the meeting as in depth as a waiter or waitress comes up to my table and asks me what I want to order? Like, does that count? Like, okay, now I'm going to have to hug this person. I will simplify this even further. Every (laughs) time you are introduced to someone new, you have to hug them for 30 seconds. So if your waitress comes up and says, hi, my name's Cheryl. I'm going to be taking your order today. You have to hug her for 30 seconds. Oh, Cheryl might not like that. Uh, I'm going to say no, because even pre-COVID... I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, and I'm not really a touchy-feely person. Like, shaking hands is the absolute most that I'm willing to go in physical contact with a new person. 
And even then, sometimes it's a stretch. Like, like, eh, probably shouldn't be shaking this person's hand because they look a little grungy. I'm not big on the on the social hugging outside of you know people that I'm close with. It's a comfort thing for me, so I would say no. I'd pass up a million dollars for that. I'd say yes. I hug everybody all the fucking time anyway. Same oh, here, man. Like I'm, I am absolutely a hugger. Absolutely. I'm in. Sold. One hundred percent. Sold. Sold. That'll do it, I guess. I, I like, I like hugs, man. Um, so I'm in on that. But guys, you know what? Despite the technical issues at the beginning of all this, this turned out to be a really good episode of Breaking Kayfabe. I've enjoyed it. We've gotten some ridiculous conversations. We've gotten some really in-depth personal things that I'm sure listeners probably don't either want to hear about or don't care about. <laughs> such as, you know. As usual. Ransom's turmoils in life. So. No, man. I mean, like, that's... uh. I feel like it's a it's a little glimpse behind the curtain, you know. Pay no atten- pay all the attention to the man behind the curtain. Oh, no. You know, but uh, well, I mean, you know, we get we get we get uh, you know, Poot's love life and Ransom's work life, you know. Oh, you know, general disdain for everybody. It literally, yeah, right? It literally is out of decorum that I did not go into depth about what happened, but I can, I can tell you something. If you listen to the episode, you could probably gleam about what happened. Um, and, uh, I'm sure you guys will hear about it on Saturday. Yeah. So, uh, so Hey, uh, for, you know, breaking kayfabe over yeah. tomorrow, tomorrow we record. I don't know if these episodes are going to come out back to back on back to back days, but this is a Wednesday. We're recording our show tomorrow, the general Pittsburgh Podcast podcast show, and I'm sure it's going to be a doozy because we've got a horror show to talk about. And uh, I don't know if we're going to – I can foresee us getting into arguments. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll all be on the same page. But uh, there's definitely a, a title dispute that's going to be coming and uh, we're going to see what side the advocate's advocate falls on in this uh, in this argument. I'm sure that uh, Ooh, we'll find are going to go. We're going to go to blows on this. Well, we'll and, see. Uh, I'm curious to see where the advocate of the advocate lands. We'll find out, won't we, tomorrow on the Pittsburgh Piledriver podcast. And if this comes out tomorrow, it probably won't because Poot has terrible internet and has a hard time uploading things to YouTube. <gasps> We shall see. Have a good night, everyone. Breaking kayfabe, out!